Constant Downpour Remastered is a retro sci-fi survival campaign from Mothership One E, now available for pre-orders on Backerkit. Every hardcover pre-order comes with three free zines featuring retro sci-fi blasters, grenades, and new stim packs to enhance the campaign in your Mothership games. Pre-order Constant Downpour Remastered now on Backerkit. Link in the show notes. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar, the Barbarian. I'm joined today by our our returning guest, Kirby of Disaster Tourism, and author of Adrift Off the Islets of Langerhans, Puck Sector, Subsector, Gloucester, 299.1.112.211.221.8887.310.43. Welcome. Thank you for having me again. That was a great title you read. <laughs> we, we, were, we were discussing if I should read the entirety of it or not. I'm going to go for it. Yes. We're going to get it all I'm in there. <laughs> thrilled that we got it in. So now you can just Google that. Yeah. Just Google that whole title and you'll get you'll get a return right away, I'm sure. And this is for something I'm really kind of into and I've run it a few times and I'm getting wanting to run it some more in the future. Mothership. Yes. So this is for Mothership uh, 1E, the new edition. That's kind of, uh, just, I believe, fulfilling now. Oh, is it really? Yes. So this is, I I, I, I can't say that for sure. I'm just, uh, I think that they're, or maybe they're finalizing it now, I, but I can't remember the last information I heard on this. Um, I've been a little uh, out of social trying to be out of social media and out of discords and all this stuff for <laughs> trying to get more work finished. So my news may be incorrect, my, but most of my social media interaction, here's the key is, uh, I can do it a lot because I do it on my smoke breaks. When I go outside to smoke a cigarette, I'm like, Oh, let's pull up the phone and mess with things. <laughs> well, there you go. I guess the best way to quit social media is quit smoking, right? Oh, 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 oh. I've, I've gotten to roll on my own. Giving up my camels. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. A, I was always a I was always a staunch believer that uh roll your owns were healthier than uh filters. Yeah, I, I like I, I like it. It's been I, I found the tobacco I like to roll my own. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten pretty quick and good at it too. I can roll. Yeah, I was for a while. I was a big fan of drum. That was my that was my choice choice tobacco when I rolled. I need to try that out. I have not. I've been using um gamblers. I, I, gamblers was I, okay. I like it so yeah. far uh, it's better than yeah. the first brand that i was trying i've only been doing it for a, about three or four cartons worth of cigarettes at this point uh, <laughs> yeah. that's quite a lot <laughs> uh not for me but anyway <laughs> yeah, well, i mean yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of practice you've had a though. carton a day my <laughs> god <laughs> anyways a drift off the islets of longer hands puck sector subsector gloucester and I'll leave the numbers out with this time. Yeah, we can just yeah, just nix that. Uh, so this is a great, uh, great adventure. I've I, I've been kind of on and off working on this project for over a year, and it initially started about a year and a half ago. I had played a uh, an adventure of Mothership, and I really, really, really loved the way that stress and panic worked in Mothership. And I was like, how can I write an adventure that just exploits stress and panic? in a way that like avoids combat more than anything. I drifted away from that idea completely, uh, but it still kind of focuses on that. So essentially the gist of the adventure is 
you you are the crew. You are hired to go to this this uh, cargo ship that's just kind of drifting in this asteroid belt, incommunicado, essentially. Um, you're hired to go check on the check on the ship and see what's going on because they've had no word. And when you get there, lots of weird things happen. The engine core of the jump drive has ruptured, causing an internal black hole that has causes constant what I've called tessellations um, within the ship itself, where your players will be consistently teleported to completely different places throughout the entire sector that that exists in this world um and there's a bunch of different encounters that they can, that can happen on planets in like weird places um but also it'll just be weird encounters in the ship itself so one of them for instance is right now it's called the non-euclidean room i think and essentially uh your players will just be walking through and all of a sudden if this tessellation is triggered there will be just a stairway that appears out of nowhere and leads into the ceiling and then the room starts to rotate like the mc escher painting I like that. <laughs> um, lots lots of stuff like that and the only hostels on board will be alternate dimensional versions of the players themselves there are encounters that will happen with other enemies and stuff, but outside of the ship in other places that your players can be teleported to. Um, but essentially, that's the adventure is the players are there to get the manifest ship's log and uh, and the captain's notes and see if the 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 uh, the cargo is still aboard, figure out what happened and then leave. But while they're there, they're going to end up encountering all kinds of shit. Yeah. I like that. Here's the thing I like about Mothership and Alien and all these games coming out now. These sci-fi games. It seems like we're having a resurgence of sci-fi games in the gaming community, and I like that. Like cyberpunk stuff's picking up. You know, lots of space travel stuff. You got Vast Grim. You got Alien, Coriolis, Mothership. All these things happen. It's like this is cool. I'm excited. Some good stuff. One thing I like is the idea of like I like dungeon crawling. And I love the spaceship, the trap, like you're out in space, you're trapped. It's pretty much a dungeon crawling function. Yeah. And very much so. You yeah. You get crazy and interesting and it went out there with it, you know? Yeah. I, I, I really like that. Um, I like that. I like this because what you said is I think space offers a very interesting confinement mm-hmm. to that kind of thing. Whereas with a normal dungeon crawl, if the players have to and want to, they can leave, yeah. right? Or they can take the risk and leave, <laughs> right? But when you're trapped on a spaceship, there's, no there's not a lot of places to yeah. go, right? You have to, you really, yeah, I think that it really offers a lot of uh, potential for more terrifying play. I'll, I'll put this out there too. And this is just uh, completely gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna derail this. There was two books or two short stories I read when I was in high school. I can't remember the name of the one. It was a Clive Barker short story where this guy was in a prison cell stuck. And uh, then the other one was, uh, what was the name of that? There's an old Lovecraft story, The Shadow Over Innsmouth. And in that one, the feller um, goes into a hotel room or whatever, and he's stuck in there. And there's something jiggling the door. It, it, that claustrophobic, I can't get out stuck. Both of those stories, I don't get scared often from movies and everything else. But reading those, those claustrophobic element, I was, yeah, I was scared. I was laying in my bedroom as a kid, as a teenager, like, oh no, frightened after reading. So that is like really one of my things for like a trigger for terror. I'm like, oh, that's frightening. 
And yeah. that makes it scary for me. I like that, that trap feeling. I don't like it in reality when it happens to me. I got yeah, a little claustrophobic. But it's a good way. It's a good way to explore it in, in horror media. I, I think that's one of the ways that horror is extremely effective, honestly, as a media is to is exploring your fears like that. It's just so it's such a good way to do it in uh, an enjoyable and safe place, you know? Um, yeah. But yes, I totally agree. I think claustrophobic trapped places are the most terrifying i think i think most people would agree with that unless somebody has a weird you know <laughs> a weird like fetish for being like trapped inside of small spaces which is fine <laughs> you know we're not king shaming but <laughs> at the same time you know you do you and yeah with uh, me like even like confining clothes and stuff will bother me if it's too confined yeah, yeah. like oh get it off i can't deal with that <laughs> yeah, for sure but yeah claustrophobia type stuff that's good yeah now what was the idea behind this week? What was like the launching point? What made you want to do this adventure for Mothership specifically? Um, so, yeah, like I said, the the initial concept for me, the initial idea was uh, was I want I want I guess a lot of my shit just starts with me trying to challenge myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a recurring theme in my ideas. I wanted to write something that didn't have any combat. Uh, I wanted to write an adventure that didn't have any combat at all. And while the final version of this definitely did not has combat or I guess optional, but, really a lot. Most, I mean, combat's always optional, yeah. but I wanted it to be like a thing that you, that really just exploited stress and panic in the game and just constantly was ramping it up, just constantly, constantly ramping it up. And, uh, you know, if, Every time tessellations are rolled, the players will gain stress and there's a bunch of different tessellations and they can happen in the ship. They can happen outside the ship and the encounters outside the ship are really weird, like just out of place things like the one they end up. Uh, it's the um, anyway, it's uh, they end up. Yeah, there it is. The Great Forest Divine. Sorry. Um, they end up like just appearing out of nowhere in this in this like postal bunker with a bunch of laborers who are basically protesting against a corporate fascist takeover of their foresting work yeah. right and out of nowhere the corp the corporate fascists just bomb the bunker and so the players right there with no information have an option to follow the labor workers as they go basically arm themselves or follow the fucking corporate guys and you know do their thing and then after you know a, a short encounter something happens and the players are like jolted back into the ship like they're they, it just shifts them back and they're you know i i wanted I, yeah i i don't know how, how what else to say like really it was just kind of like i wanted just to exploit stress and panic as much as possible with like limited combat well, we've talked you know? about that but i i will let's let's ask about that the the mechanic for stress and panic in mothership can you explain it? Because <laughs> everybody may not be as aware with the mechanics, even of the game that's listening. So um, in Mothership, uh, the original edition, it works a little bit different than the new one. And I don't know exactly how the new one works. Um, I ha I forget because when I wrote when I wrote this, I wasn't writing it for the first edition. And then my editor edited it for first edition. And he just wrote me a note about how it worked because I initially had written it for the for zero edition. But the basic gist is uh, you will slowly be given stress over time by the the game at the 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 warden. He'll just basically be like, uh, at this point, you know, you see something, blah, blah, blah. Here, you take two stress, take three stress, take five stress. Um, various things can give you stress. Eventually, you have to do a stress a stress check. And if you roll 
I think it's if you roll below your stress, you have to do a panic check. So the more stress you have, the higher chance of you having to do a panic check because you're rolling under. Uh, and then the panics, there's a bunch of, there's in Mothership, the Zero Edition anyway, there's, I think there's 15 maybe um, different panic results. And in Adrift, I've odd, I've added a few optional, like additional ones specific to this. But basically, in if you fail your panic check, something bad will happen to you or to anyone else. One of them, I think, is like you just panic and start shooting anybody in, within ten feet of yeah. you because you're just terrified. <laughs> you know, it's one. It, and and so yeah, I really wanted to exploit that because you know being constantly shifted around and like having the the room stretch around and having other like weird dimensional shifting people in front of you i feel like that kind of shit would just drive someone nuts and and i want that to happen <laughs> i'm getting this like weird like <laughs> dreams in the witch house type <laughs> yeah in no. space or something it's like oh yeah. no <laughs> i like that when are we going to be able to get a hold our hands on this where is it going to be coming out at where should we be looking and paying attention to if we if we want okay. one <laughs> yes You'll definitely want to put a link for this in your in your show notes. Um, this is going to be published in conjunction with Space Penguin Inc., um, which is a brand new imprint that is not out yet. This book will be hopefully out early April, but that is just that is not hard. That is not a hard yes. We're we're still kind of in the final stages here. But uh, that is Jarrett Crater's new company. Um, Jarrett Crater is uh, formerly the project head, project lead at uh, Exalted Funeral. Um, and so he's got a new company called Space Penguin Inc. The uh, website is spacepenguin.inc. Um, and if you go there, you could sign up for the email announcement basically for when the website officially launches and adrift will be a launch title for space penguin inc as well as several other really fucking cool projects from a bunch of other cool people but i can say for for certain that not just my book but anything that happens at space penguin you're going to want to you're going to want to get um there's a lot of really great stuff coming out of there um and i have been luckily privy to quite a few of the projects at least just the information about them and it's been it's it's there's some real cool stuff happening so but that's where we'll be printing uh this with and you know you'll be able to pick it up at various distributors as well probably from um mothership's website and you know some other places as well excellent so, excellent yeah thank you very much for coming on again it's been great getting a chance Absolutely. to talk and catch back up with you yeah yeah, for sure. Thank you again no for having doubt, me. No doubt. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here on today's episode, please give us a positive review from wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Oh, wait. Where can they find you on the internet first? <laughs> right. I also have stuff. Um, you can find me at disastertourism.games, uh, disastertourism.itch.io, although most of my stuff is on my website now. Um, and I've got some cool stuff coming out publishing myself. Um, but also, of course, Adrift is being published in conjunction with Space Penguin. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find Excellent. me. You can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter and TikTok at Logar Hill Prom. We're on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. <laughs>